entire week to find out what happened last week between Max and I in the fantasy baseball playoffs. You can't see him, folks, but he's furious as the Hawk takes down the turkey. Uh, sorry, Max, had to throw that out there. It was a heck of a match, though. You kind of just threw that up there. You didn't let me know that was how we were starting. I'm a little upset. Yeah. I had to, I had to throw a curveball out there. I had to throw a curveball. Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. You did beat me, even though you were worried for no reason. But the only reason I brought it up is that because on Sunday when we were like still neck and neck, I texted you saying no BS, just good luck, and you would not text me the same thing back. Why would like? I mean, I'm competitive as hell. I'm I competitive. Want, I don't I- want to wish you luck. I consider you family, and I would think that family would just be like, you know I what? Hundred percent consider you family. But right. if we're sitting down for a game of Monopoly, are we saying, "Hey, good luck, Josh"? I hope you beat me in Monopoly. No, you don't say. I hope I beat you. You just say good luck. It's just like a, you know, the courtesy of it. Well, I had bad luck. It didn't work. I'm in a dog fight right now in the semifinals, so it's uh, it's all good. It's all good. Whatever. But- My other two teams, I'm playing. Hopefully, winning both to go to the championship, but can't be perfect three for three. But let's get into this, though. Fantasy football week one is in the books. We're on week two. Super excited. Giants, Redskins, or sorry, football team tonight. Yeah, don't uh, say that. You can't say that. Yeah, my my apologies out there. Maybe they'll be the Red Hogs or something else. That won't be offensive either. But uh, really looking forward to some football again tonight. But before we get in there, as always, Max, what do you got for us today? All right, I got some facts based off week one couple of them, they are surprising. So brace yourself. And then I got a trivia question in there as well for you, Josh. But fact right. number one, Melvin Gordon averaged 9.2 yards, the most of any player with 10 or more rushing attempts, which I thought oh. was shocking. Everybody was saying Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon still making things happen. Now, I just want to add that real quick. They did split carries and Gordon had a 70-yard run. That made it look, you know, oh, help. I'm, oh, it 100% inflated it. But uh, the numbers as, are still the numbers. As the guy who owns Melvin Gordon in this league, I was thrilled as my matchup came down to the wire. We'll get into that short. He needed all those yards to get you the W. Yes, he did. All right, trivia question, Josh. Okay. Who led the NFL last week in rushing attempts? Rushing attempts? Yes. So they rushed, you know, they got the most. Rushing attempts for their team. Well, wow. I'm going to go with – it's not someone obvious, I'm assuming. No, the leader is obvious. The two and three are not obvious. I'm going to go Christian McCaffrey as my number one pick here. All right. So, Christian McCaffrey is incorrect because attempts, like rushing attempts. No, I know. I was just trying to like – I couldn't think of anyone. You know, I I don't track attempts that much. Joe Mixon – who has now become the workhorse that everybody wanted, 29 rushing attempts for Joe Mixon, followed by Mark Ingram with 26 rushing attempts, and then Najee Harris with 23. Wow. Mark Ingram, still relevant in fantasy. Shocking. Very shocking. So, yeah, those are my two facts for this week. All right. Let's get in some news. Hot off the presses, not really. It happened yesterday, but Demarcus Lawrence is out with a broken foot. Devastating for my Dallas Cowboys. He's a key cog in this defense. I was devastated by that news, of course, myself. So he's out. 
Urban Meyer was questioned if he's going to take over for the USC job that is now vacant. He said there's no way. I think what's funny about this, Max, um, uh, about this situation is he's only in week one of his first game ever, and he's already being questioned on whether he's going to leave. I've never liked Urban Meyer. I think he's a complete douche, but uh, not really surprised there. It's just, like, ridiculous. Like, pick a job and stay in it. Right. Just, like, like give it a few know- years. Do you know that uh, meme where the guy's walking with the girl and then a hot girl walks by and he's looking at her? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Other girl? They had a meme that he was like next to his team that he's on as a new team is over there looking for it, you know? And he's just like, pick your job, man. Stay. Yeah. Two other big notes that I have coming out of week one. The first is Saquon Barkley was back in action, but nope, now nope, we're starting over. Please try again. <laughs> Saquon Barkley. Thank you. Just for you there, Mac. Saquon was back in action. Now he's got to play again on five in five days, which tonight there's a little bit of concern about having to play so quickly or coming off that torn ACL. How do you think he fares tonight? I do not think he does well. Spoiler alert, I am not starting him. Wow, um, you are benching. He will Barkley. not be in my lineup. Like you said, they're not unleashing him, whatever that means. But also the Washington football team, has a good defense, a great front seven, not no less. And yep. I really do think coming from a Washington standpoint, and I hope the Giant fans don't get upset, but I bet teams want, they're saying, okay, Daniel Jones beat us. Right. And I think they're going to put everybody in the box. I don't think Saquon's going to do much tonight. I got burned. Luckily I was able to overcome it last week, but I got burned playing him last week. I do think he'll be fine. I am have no issues with him, but I do think five days, Good team against him. I think he's going to have a struggle tonight. Now, out of curiosity, who are you putting in his place that you have on the bench? That is to be decided. But thankfully, like I've been saying for a while, got to have running back depth. So um, David Montgomery and Antonio Gibson will be my running backs. And then I'll figure out the flex as the week goes on. weekend goes on. All right. I like that. Very good. The last note I have, of course, is about Aaron Rodgers. The Packers got decimated by the Saints. Jameis Winston, five touchdown passes, looked awesome. Rodgers came out and has basically been like, yeah, no, it's we have to work on a few things. It's like not a big deal. He's in relaxed mode. But some people are saying he might be too relaxed and that because of all this offseason turmoil, no preseason snaps whatsoever, the team looked out of sync. What are your thoughts? He definitely looked crappy. But you know what is a good – medicine for at a sorts team playing Detroit. the Detroit lions on Monday night football. So he can show everybody in prime time, shut the F up. I got this. I like it. So All I right. think they'll have a great, uh, great week. So uh, yeah, I'm with you there. Let's get into how our teams did or how we did last week. We both picked the same teams. We went two and four max. It's rough. Rough start to the season for us. We'll try to do better this week. The upsets that came out. Billy Fox goes down to Jason Johnson, 126 to 122. Shocker. Shocker. Dave Klein put up 182. Not a surprise that he beat Joe, but putting up 182 is crazy. I beat Zach Reese by .22 in an epic wow. battle. Wow. .22. And then, Max, you came out big as well with a win. Well, did I win or did Abe lose? Well, I mean, you put up 123. It's a solid score. It's okay. I definitely didn't do as I was expected. I 
Expected no. a lot better for my team. I did get lucky. I was playing Abe. I will happily take it. But yeah, Abe with Aaron Rodgers getting him negative 0.68 points. That's not going to get get it done. You beating well, Josh, or you beating Zach by 0.22. I can't remember if that's the record or not. I think I held the record either beating or losing to Hinchy, but I don't remember what it was. So I'm going to have to check that out. We may have a record here. It's possible. Uh, back to Abe, though, real quick. Mike, he's got a, a conundrum on his hands, as we talked about in the offseason, coming into the season. He has Herbert and Rogers, So it's like, who do you start each week? And in this case, it wouldn't have helped him beat you, but no. Herbert did play better than Rogers. He did. This week, though, um, who are the Chargers? Right. I can't remember who the Chargers are playing. They're but... playing, my, playing my Cowboys without yeah, DeMarcus so it's a, it, They're both good matchups, but you got to go Rodgers. He's going to show up this week. But, yeah, it's going to be – a decision every week unless he trades them right. or one of them. I can't imagine someone buying high on a QB at this point in the season. So Correct. All right. Let's get into week two. We got some big, big matchups. We got a primo matchup I'm starting off with where we got Dave the Diesel Klein projected to 142.94 against Mike Gonzalez, 144.17. Less than two points. Difference right there, Max. Which way are you leaning? Tough one. It's going to be a good one. I am going MG. Okay. I like Jamar Chase. I like Jonathan Taylor's involvement. Not only was he running the ball, but he was also catching. So I do like him involved there. Chris Carson in a good matchup. And then Austin Eckler gets another week where he can get a little healthier. So I am going MG in this game. I'm also going MG. I wrote down the running backs. I agree. Taylor's involvement in the game was great. Carson looked good even with the fumble. You know, that's going to happen from time to time. And Eckler, not on the injury report this week. I think he's fully healthy, ready to go. Okay. Punched it in and didn't have any catches last week. So yeah, I think it's such a weird game. It's definitely an outlier. He'll be good to go. I'm, I'm no issues there. Yeah, so I'm going MG as well. So we're on the same page. Let's get into B Fox. 0-1 start the season against Abe Juarez's team that really bombed it last week. Where are you leaning here? Billy will not be going 0-2. I got Billy Fox winning this one. But again, I don't think Abe's heart is in fantasy anymore. I think he's got a lot going on. You know, the engagement, you know, I think his priorities are shifting. I mean, this is Abe, you know, he talks, I mean, this is his life. And I think now things are shifting. But I mean, you got Murray versus Minnesota, who looked awesome last week. Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah, I just think Billy's got what you need to win this game. I would agree. I think it's Billy as well. Of course, Kyler Murray went off. I also like Travis Kelsey. He looked phenomenal again with the Chiefs. Of course. They're playing the Ravens on Sunday night football. They've, I think, 4-0 or 3-0 in the last couple of matchups against the Ravens. They always wow. play them well. Ravens' defense is also, especially in the secondary, is banged up as they lost Marcus Peters. they got a couple of young corners out there. I think Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill and the crew go off on Sunday night football. Yep, agree there. Moving on, I got Zach and John. Nope. Zach, furious after that loss. Does he rebound here, Max? I am confused. Do you have the right matchup? I thought I'm, I'm playing Zach. Hold on, hold on. Take a side note, but I'm pretty sure I'm playing Zach. You're playing uh, John. You know what did I you, did here? Did you confuse us? That's pretty uh, messed up. Bro, you know what? I did confuse them as, yeah, I'm playing John because I saw the Sons of thing, and that was used to be John's name, if I'm not mistaken. So, yes, I screwed that up. I apologize. Wow. So, we'll hold off on this matchup. Okay. We'll do you at the end. I apologize. All right. That's so, fair. Let's, 
let's do Hinchy versus Jason. That one right, does make sense. Wasn't Scoggs one sons of something? I have no idea. You're gonna we're gonna have to figure that out because yeah, I might have screwed that up. My apologies. That's all right. But let's look. Yeah, Hinchy and Jason. Josh, where are you going with this one? So I'm going. I know Johnson pulled off that big win last week. I can't get behind that this week. I think it's Michael Hinchy taking the win here. I think Delvin Cook has a big game this week, as well as Aaron Jones bouncing back. I think the Packers bounce back. And those two RB combinations is going to be too much for Jason's team to handle. Yep, totally agree. Matt Stafford looked awesome in week one. I think he's going to look great again. And like you said, Aaron Jones is going to eat to this week on Monday. So oh, I'm going Vinci as well. I know where the confusion now lies, by the way, with John. In another league I'm in, he's called Sons of Anarchy. Um, and that is why I got confused. Wow. Damn it, John. Go change your name, bro. He's had it for a while. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, but it's not as good. That show hasn't been on TV in years. I agree. Moving on, we have Sean Ferry versus Joe Stewart. Where are you going, Max? Okay. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm picking Ferry, but I can see a Joe upset in this game. Okay? I am picking Ferry. Okay? I just – I need – I think – oh, my goodness. Lamar Jackson – Will be better. He's got to hang on to that ball. Kind of lost the game last week for the Ravens. Um, so, yeah. So, I do think that Ferry will win. But it wouldn't surprise me if Joe were to pull this out. Yeah, I agree in the sense of that Joe could pull it out. But I'm also going Ferry. I think Gronk has another big game as Atlanta's defense is terrible. Hopkins is going to keep it going as well. And he has Tyson Williams, who had a really good game in his first start. Um Baltimore is going to have to catch up a lot. I think Williams is going to get some catches out of the backfield. And I agree. I think it's Sean Ferry all the way. Now, if Zeke Elliott has a better game, who knows? You know, Joe Burrow looked fine in week one. So, you know, Chicago's not a, as good of a defense as it used to be. So I could see Joe Burrow uh, having a good game. But we'll see. All right. Because I screwed up my matchups here. I'm going to let you do the matchup analysis for me versus John. Sure. And then I'll do you. All right, so I am picking you, Josh, to win. I think it's going to be really, really close, though. I was kind of looking at everything. QBs, both QBs have a tough matchup, okay? But you got to figure Derrick Henry is going to be well more involved and way better than he was. Chase Edmonds will be fine. And like we said, Melvin Gordon, he could be good to go. But then looking on the other side, if John were to pull it off, CMC looks like he never left. He looks great. Swift looked good. And then Damian Harris against the Jets could be an option. But with all that, I do think, Josh, you're going to pull this upset or pull this uh, victory out. Yeah, I think I'm going to pull the victory out as well. I had, you know, the Harris thing is interesting as he did fumble. And I'm curious if he's going to end up in Belichick's doghouse real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be close to your point. I think Josh Allen and Derrick Henry bounce back for me, though, and have big games. Okay. Last but not least. All right, so now that I'm looking at this correctly and not screwing it up, this is tight, tough. I think it's going to be a tight, tight matchup. But I'm giving you the win here, Max, and here's a couple couple thoughts about this. First, I'm not really confident in the Tennessee offense. I think Henry will bounce back. They're going to try to get back into that running game. I'm not confident in Tannehill against Seattle, so I think that's going to hurt him. Miles Sanders has kind of been a bit of a timeshare with Gaineswell, I think is his, his last looked, name. Yeah, yeah, he looked really good last week. He looked really good. 
I do like Metcalf and Dig and Thielen, but he basically needs those guys to go off. Obviously, he has Kamara as well. He's got the, the ability to beat you. I think it's tight. But on the flip side, I think Gibson goes off. I think Montgomery has another big game. And Darren Waller is proving, once again, that he is an elite tight end. He had 21 points last week on 19 targets. That's amazing. So they are funneling him the ball. You also have Debo Samuel. I think Philly's defense, though they looked really good against Atlanta, I think it's more about Atlanta not being as good. I think San Francisco's offense will keep going. And you're going to pull out another tight win. Zach goes 0-2 with two close losses. Yeah, we'll see. I do pick myself in this one, um, but it's going to be close, like I said. So we'll see what happens going there. All right, so just to recap, myself and you are going to win with MG, Billy, Hinchy, and Ferry. We once again have picked the same teams. I'm not really liking that trend here for us, Max, as we normally usually have a few differences, but so far we've been aligned thus far. Week one and two are tough, so. Yeah. All right, so let's get into our next segment. We're going to talk about good performers, bad performers in week one. Where do you want to start? Do you want your dessert first or your – I don't know. Vegetables. So, as it's Yom Kippur, I have yet to eat today since last night. So I'm starving. So this is tough that you ask me a question like that. I apologize. But let's get into the good stuff. Let's do the ups. Okay. So I have three guys on my list. I think you have the same. I'll give one. You give one. We'll go back and forth. Absolutely. The first guy I'm starting with is playing tonight. I'm going Sterling Shepard. 131 yards and a touchdown. Daniel Jones looked like crap, but Shepard played extremely well. People thought, eh, maybe he goes on the back burner. They had Kenley Galladay that came in. They drafted that guy Tooney from uh, – Kadarius Tooney from Florida. Yep. Everyone's like, ah, eh, Shepard, whatever. He went off for 131 points. Now, I'm not sure that's going to keep up each week, but I think he's going to be a solid receiver. Flex play, definitely a bye week filling without a problem. I don't think he's getting 130 yards tonight against the, the football team's defense, but really impressed by how he played week one over 20 points in fantasy. All right. So my up from last week, who should have been the offensive player of the week, but he was beat out, um, I think, by Stafford because he had a perfect passer rating. But Kyler Murray dropped a 40-bagger, okay? Five total touchdowns. I know he threw, like, an interception or two. But Kyler Murray has a chance to be the number one quarterback in fantasy, taking over Mahomes. He looked locked in. Arizona's matchup to start the season are pretty favorable. He goes up against Minnesota, who thought their defense was better, but Joe Burrow had no issue with them. So I'm interested to see what he does this week. Kyler Murray, boom, he looked great. I like it. My second guy on my list was Tyson Williams from the Baltimore Ravens. Went off with 16.6 points. The Ravens have been decimated. There are three starting RBs. Not that they're all starting, but they lost three guys on the depth chart. They had to put this kid in, had something cannon who was cut and picked up by somebody else already, yep. and they just had to call it Devonta Freeman. I mean, stunned by what this kid can do. And, of course, Sean Ferry, of all people, was on top of it above everybody else. Of course. William, I think he's going to be good. The Ravens run the ball well consistently. I think he's going to be a relevant fantasy player throughout the year. I, I definitely agree. See, you're picking. You did a good job. You picked kind of like the lower names. I went with a lot of top guy names. CMC. Okay, we have to talk about Christian McCaffrey. This guy hasn't played in a while, and guess what? Nothing changed. He is a 2-1 and one player. 23 points altogether. He had 98 rushing yards on 21 carries. 
but he also had 89 receiving yards on nine uh, catches. That's amazing. That is a player that can do it all. He is a two-in-one. He is a cheat code. CMC looked great like he never left. Yeah, he looked awesome out there. I agree. Yeah, I went a little bit different. You know, I was thinking about players that I wasn't expecting to be up on this list. But and my third one is the or yeah, my third guy is the same. This person was fifth in wide receiver, running back, tight end. So the your non-QB defense kicker players, fifth in fantasy points last week. I'm talking about Rob Gronkowski. Eight yeah. catches on eight targets. 90 yards and two touchdowns. But what I liked about it most is if you watch those touchdowns, he like fought for it. Like it wasn't like these simple gimmies. He went out of his way to make good catches and good plays when they needed them the most. Dallas hung around really well. Bronk is going to be set up for another successful week against Atlanta. Look for him to get in the end zone again. Gronk, really solid. All right. And my last up, I'm going to my team, my boy, Darren. Waller, you said it before, 19 targets, 21.5 points. He had 10 catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Okay, 19 targets. Derek Carr does not care about anyone else on his team besides Darren Waller. Okay, you need somebody that looks at you the same way that Derek Carr looks at Darren Waller. He was throwing Darren Waller the ball when he wasn't even open. Okay, that's why Darren Waller had that so many targets, because there were some that he clearly wasn't open to, and he still tried to get on the ball. Darren Waller is trying his hardest to be the number one tight end. I don't know if it's going to happen. Kelsey is really good, but we'll see what happens. Darren Waller looked great. I like it. All right, Max, let's get into our down players from last week. Why don't you start this one off? Let's do it. Now, do I put in Aaron Rodgers or can I put in the entire Green Bay team? Okay. Well, how about this? I also picked Aaron Rodgers on this list, so let's just talk about it. What do you got? Aaron Rodgers sucked. 0.68 points, okay? Aaron Jones was not much better. Devontae Adams, not much better, okay? I'm not really worried about them, but Green Bay, especially Aaron Rodgers, looked rough. We talked about him already before. Interesting. Very interesting. He didn't have a game last week. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers was extremely disappointing. The whole Packers offense looked absolutely terrible. So, yeah, I'm with you with Aaron Rodgers. He was on my list as well. My next guy, I'm going with my boy Zeke. Mm, yep. yep. He looked terrible. Um, 33 yards. Now, things that will go unnoticed here, of course, is that he blocked quite well. He wasn't part of the game script. But he looked awful. He didn't really seem like to have the motor going. I'm a little concerned about Zeke. Very disappointing in week one. You know, they pay him a lot of money and just not happening for him. Maybe. Probably not paying him a lot of money to block. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, I will say, though, he was on the field a lot. And I do oh, think yeah. game script definitely did not factor in him. But, yeah, he definitely needs to show up this week or people could start getting worried. Yep, I agree. All right. My second down is going to Denver. Corden Sutton. Okay. I know he's coming off an injury. But everybody is saying he looked phenomenal in preseason. He's ready to go. Not a concern whatsoever. One catch, 14 yards. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. We're going to see what happens. Jerry Judy went down with the injury. He's going to be out for a little bit. So this could be the time. But after all the hype and how good he's looked, definitely interesting to see. Only got three targets and he caught one of them. So yeah, maybe a big hang tough there, but yeah, Corden Sutton was rough. 
Yeah, Sutton, I, I think with that, Judy, going down your point, I think he could bounce back here, but yeah, not not the best outing for him. All right, next on my, and the last guy on my list because of, uh, I also picked Rodgers. Yeah. I have Derrick Henry out there on my roster. Yeah, I, I picked, I put Tennessee in mine as well. So that's a really good one there. Derrick, yeah, he looked awful. The Tennessee offense looked terrible. 58 yards rushing on 17 carries. Really hoping that they can try to get this a bounce back going and look a little bit better this week. Pretty devastating on Henry's part. You know, Arthur Smith, people were wondering why he even got that coaching job to begin with. There were a lot of question marks about him. But clearly he was able to run that offense pretty well. And Henry struggling without him early on. Yeah, it's definitely – I wouldn't be worried. So if you do want to trade, I'm definitely interested. But I wouldn't Gordon. be worried too much. Because you took my last one, I want to throw out another one from my team. Raheem Mostert, I'm very sorry you got hurt. But you are made of absolute glass. No, you are made of paper. Okay? Two carries for 20 yards. Everybody's talking about how great you're going to have a season. I drafted you with that intention. I was like, I need to make sure I get you on my team. Trey Sermon was benched for the first week. So everybody was like, oh, this guy's going to have a game. And he gets hurt after two plays. I hope he do- he recovers and he's great. But you talk about not being, like, injury prone. This guy is injury prone. So yeah. F you, man. It's tough for him. And as we get into our next segment, I'll be talking about his replacement as someone that we might be able to start and sit. So let's get yeah. into this now. Wait, I pause for oh. a second. I have to bring this up. First of all, I want to bring up two things. Um, big waiver move was Abe picking up the guy that you're going to probably talk about, Elijah Mitchell. 62 bucks. That's a lot. So I do, I do hope it works out for Abe unless he's playing against me, and then you know we'll see what happens there. But I have a question. I wanted to bring this up, and I want your opinion. I don't sure. remember the rules of the league. I, I, they change all the time. But literally, should you be allowed to pick people up Sunday after games have started. Obviously, you're not going to get them in your lineup, but you're able to pick them up off your bench before on your bench before waiver starts. So just for example, just because I happen to be playing him, Abe made a bunch of moves on Sunday or possibly even before that about guys that have already played. They're not on waivers yet because waiver starts Monday night or Tuesday or whatever it is. Are you allowed? Are we allowed to do this? Yeah. So let's get into this a little bit. So, I'll tell you if I agree with it or not in a second. But to my knowledge, the way this works in Yahoo is that if the player is on your bench and if they played or not, you're able to add and drop. Correct. Correct. And the player that they add couldn't have played already. Mm, okay, maybe. That might be right. But if so, if that game has started, they're not able to be picked up. I can't confirm. So if we try to like pull up real fast, 280. Because like, he picked up Juwan Johnson. I know for a fact on Sunday. Like that one, I know for a fact he picked up. I don't remember when or what their game was. Was the Packer, was that a four o'clock game though? And maybe he picked them up before the game started? Let me see. I I don't know. But what I want to say that was an afternoon game. Okay. But what about the guy who he dropped? So that guy, did he play already? But was he on his bench? If he was on his bench, didn't matter. He definitely was on his bench. I just. I just want to know these rules. I, I get very confused yeah. about it. If it's on your bench, Yahoo has this the rule that you can drop a play. Okay. And you can and pick somebody, somebody up if they have not started or played, played their game yet. I think that's the case, yes. Okay. Um, I do not love that rule. I feel like 
if you have someone that's played, they should be locked in your lineup and, and you're stuck with that person. So, like, I don't think Abe did anything wrong here. I just think it's Yahoo's bad set. Yes. And I just think, like, you can kind of jump on somebody and, like, all right, this guy sucked. I'm dropping him before his game's over and I can pick up somebody who hasn't started. Yeah. I just, I got a little confused by that. Not throwing Abe under the bus. I just didn't know the rule. So, yeah. Barry's done it before as well. So, but I thought we stopped that. I don't know. I thought yeah, we... it, it, it's a Yahoo thing, not a DK thing. Whatever. Let's get into our next segment, Josh. Let's do it. All right. So I'll start us off here, Max. Um, a lot of like the sites do this start sit. So I'm going to give you a couple names. Well, we'll evaluate if uh, if you should start them or sit them. I'll give you the player and who they're playing, and we'll re. You know, we'll let you know. Ba- we can't really based off of much other than. Um, you know, if you said to sit and they go off, then we'll bring it up. If you said to start right. and they stink, then, you know, that kind of thing. We won't sure. go into the exact stats because that would be a little bit harder to predict each of these players. Of course. So the first one I'm going to go with is Elijah Mitchell. The San Francisco now running back. They have uh, Hasty there. They have Trey Sermon, who I think will be, call, uh, be able to on the active roster. Mitchell plays the Eagles. Start or sit? I am going to – I think you got to start him. I think, especially in Abe's case, spending that much money on him, you have to start him 100%. <clears throat> Long term, I am very concerned. Okay. I bid like 18 bucks. I knew I wasn't going to get him, but I am not sure he will be the answer for San Francisco. San Francisco used a bunch of people. I don't know what's going to happen there. I will tell you this because of what he went for in our league and when I saw him going to other leagues, Dynasty, I ended up upping my offer to get him to hide in the 50s because I was like, Oh my God, this, I had like a $30 bid on him thinking maybe I'd be good there, but yeah. I ended up going higher because I was concerned that people would bid too high. So one of the podcasts uh, that I listened to, one of the guys on the show bid $91, but he was very desperate for a running back. So it does depend on your roster, but 91 out of a hundred dollar budget. Wow. I, I had a similar thing in my other league guy bid $90 on him as well. He's just very thin at RB. So yeah, I guess it depends. That's, on that's what it is. All right, next up, I'm going James Robinson. The Jags play the Broncos. Robinson, bumpy start. The Jags looked a little eh as they got mauled by the Texans. James Robinson against that Broncos. Sit. Definitely sit. Okay, I don't – I just – Denver is a good defense, number one. Like you said, Jacksonville was out of sorts. They're probably going to be down this game. So, definitely sit. He could have a very mediocre game. All right. Next up, I'm going to give you an option here, okay? I'm going Buccaneers running backs. Ooh. So, Fournette, Ronald Jones, and Gio Bernard um, as a unit, more or less, if you had one of them. So, let's just stick with Fournette and Jones, really. Would you start or sit either one of those guys? I Who Buccaneers are playing? Atlanta? Correct. Uh, it's a good matchup. If I had to. I'd probably stick with Jones, but if I could sit both, I would. So if you had to pick one, you'd start Jones, but you ideally you'd sit both. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next up, I got Devin Singletary, who had 72 yards last week, solid game, against Miami. He. Uh, so I'm going to sit him, okay, and I'm going to do like a wait and see. Okay, Zach Moss is was inactive, and that obviously paves the way for him. So if he's active, it definitely takes his volume down. 
So I plan on him being, I'm assuming he's going to be active. So I will sit Singletary. And I just think that defense doesn't really, or that offense doesn't really care about running game. And Josh Allen is the running back you're going to want. So, all right. Yeah, I'm going to sit him. All right. My final guy on the list is my boy, Melvin Gordon. Had a big game, but again, was off of one big run. They're playing the Jags. Melvin Gordon, starting to sit. Start. Give him a start, Josh. Don't be afraid. Oh, Melvin, I'm Gordon, Melvin Gordon looked good. I know Javante Williams is be that is going to be there, but you know what? Maybe they can both work. We talked about it. The Jaguars stink. So let's see what happens. All right. All right. I am going to give you some quarterbacks. Okay. okay. Quarterbacks. Number one, Baker Mayfield versus the Houston Texans defense. I'm going to go with a sit here and not because of the reason that you think. I think Baker in this game, because of game script, doesn't need to throw a lot. They're going to lead heavily on Chubb and Hunt. I think Baker has a decent game, but I think there are better options out there on the waiver wire or potentially your other starting quarterback. I'd rather, I'd rather sit Baker this week as I think the Browns win the game, but it's more about the RBs. All right, that's fair. Lamar Jackson versus Kansas City. I think you have to start Lamar. I don't think you'll have many better options in that scenario. It's going to be a tough game. I think Lamar has to do a lot because they don't have a lot to work with. So give me Lamar Jackson as a start. Okay. Next one. We talked about him before. Jalen Hurts, San Francisco defense. He looked good. Tough defense, though. Give me Jalen Hurts. I'm starting him. Okay. I think because he can run. Uh, adds a dynamic. The Eagles offense looked really solid. It's going to be a good game against the Niners. Could be the game of the week. It's going to be, I think, a high-scoring game. I think Hurts is going to do well. Okay. My boy, Jameis. Famous Jameis Winston, who threw 20 times, but had a huge five-touchdown game going against Carolina. It's a tough one for me. I like... I I don't know what happened in that Packers game. I think the Panthers... Defense did not look as good as I would have thought it was against the Jets. So I'm going to go with the start Winston here. I think he's worth the start. It's risky because he could just have kind of like a blah day as they can lean on Kamara and the running backs a bit. But give me a start here. I don't think the Panthers defense is that as good as I thought it'd be. All right. Last but not least, Big Ben versus the Raiders. Ben only had 13 points versus Buffalo. He might be looking old, but the Raiders are the Raiders. Raiders are the Raiders. They did win. I'm going to sit Big Ben. I'm, I think wow. that he'll be fine. But I think, again, there'll be better options out there. Go get me Teddy Bridgewater against the Jags. You know, like there are better options out there. I would take Jared Goff against the Packers, whose defense looked terrible as well. I think Ben will be okay, but I, I would sit him. I think there's better options. Okay, fair. All right, Max, let's get into wide receivers now. I'm going to go back to that Eagles game as I'm going to go with the rookie, Devontae Smith. He had a huge touchdown, which was in the same end zone that he scored in the national championship game. Uh, how about that? Pretty solid. So Smith against the Niners, starter sit. He looked good. I'm starting him. If you're starting Hurts, I'm starting Smith. All right. I just think he looks – he's the number one. He came in, he's the number one. I'm not worried about that at all. Okay, I'm going with your Jets next. I'm going Corey Davis. Had a big game week one. Pat's defense, though, looked pretty good. The Dolphins game was kind of low scoring. 
I don't know if that is like, you know, two younger quarterbacks going at it. But again, we have two young quarterbacks going at it again. Is the defense going to dominate here? Or does Corey Davis come up big with some more touchdowns? This is tough. I'm going to go start, but I'm going to go start because of the volume. Okay. Elijah Moore did not look good last week. He had a couple drops. He just didn't look great. But again, rookie, that's fine. I'm not worried about that. Davis is pretty much it. So he may have a, a blah game, like you said, but a seven for 80, you can, you can be okay with that. Yep. I agree. I'm going to flip it on the other side now and go with the, um, the a Patriots receiver, Jacoby Myers. Had seven points last week. Again, they just did, you know, their offense was fine. It wasn't anything special. Will they start opening it up with Mac Jones? Does Myers hit here? Yes. Start Jacoby Myers. I may do it in our league. I haven't decided yet, but playing the Jets is a good matchup. You know, he didn't get the big uh, receiving yards like, um, oh my goodness, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. He was on the Raiders last year. What the heck is his name? Aguilar. Yes. Nelson Aguilar had the big catches, but like you said, Myers had a lot of catches. So, you know, he might be that, you know, under route for Mac Jones in case of a pretty much in case of emergency. And yeah, I think Myers is a start. All right. Chase Claypool going back to that big Ben scenario. You start in chase against the Raiders. There's Juju there. Deont- uh, yeah. Deontay Johnson, the rookie tight end. I'm going to sit him. I'm going to sit Claypool. Okay. Everybody was talking about the hype that he had. He was okay last week. If I, you know, nothing major. You know, he didn't have 45 yards. How much? 45 yards. Yeah, I mean, that. he's a guy that needs to score a big touchdown, I think. Um, I am not sure it will happen, so I'm going to sit Claypool. All right, and my last guy is Jarvis Landry. Beckham is confirmed out, but again, I brought up the game script with Baker Mayfield. Do you agree with that logic? Or does Landry, who had 71 yards and five catches, <coughs> do that again, which is a startable play? Yeah, I am going to start him because of that. I do think that Baker may not have the big scoring because he may not need it. But I think early on, they are going to have to pass. Let's see if he get his damage done in the set, in the first half. So, like you said, five for 70 and a touchdown, it's a fine day. You can't be upset about that. Yep. So, start him up. All right. All right. Last but not least, let's get to those tight ends. Okay. I'm starting with the rookie as well. Kyle Pitts against Tampa Bay. Only had five points against Philly. Start Kyle Pitts. I love this kid. They're going to get it going. They're going to be down in this game. They're going to have to throw a ton. Kyle Pitts is going to have a big game. I'm starting Kyle Pitts all over the place. All right. So in tonight's game, Logan Thomas against the Giants. Ten points last week, but there is a new quarterback, Logan Thomas. Starting Taylor Hinkey is going to need someone to dump off to other than Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. Logan Thomas will have a big game. If you're a Terry McLaurin fan, not sure he'll have as big of a game. I like Logan Thomas better in this matchup just because of who it is. If it's Fitzpatrick, I wouldn't be as sure. I think Fitz would want to air it out a little bit more. But, yeah, give me Logan Thomas to start. All right. This one is a little bit of a deeper one. Adam Troutman versus Carolina. I'm bringing it up. Because even though he had three points last week versus Green Bay, he had six targets. Jameis threw the ball 20 times, and six of them went to Troutman playing against Carolina. I'm going to sit him. I, there's Jawan Johnson is there, who's like a wide receiver tight end type. Uh, I like, 
he had two catches, but they were two touchdowns. But I'm just, yeah, just letting you know that as well. I understand. Yeah, I'm not – I don't know what to think of the Saints offense because I want to wait and see. I would sit Troutman here. All right, last two are some big names. This one I think is easy. Gronk against Atlanta. Are you starting him up? 100% you start Gronk, had a big week. No questions asked. All right, last one. Big name but not a good performance. Mark Andrews, Kansas City, had three points versus the Raiders, no less. Much better defense this week. Yeah, I think you have to start him because I don't think there's like a lot of options there. I'm, I'm concerned. If he has a terrible game again, I would not be surprised. But I think you have to start Mark Andrews. I don't think you'll have a depth of tight end to replace him. Okay, fair point. All right, and that's it, folks. Another pod in the books. Week two is upon us. We're only a few hours away from the Giants versus the Washington football team. Max, who do you got tonight before we go? Who's winning? I am never going to pick the Giants ever because they suck. But give me Washington because I want Antonio Gibson to have a game. Um, but I do think it'll be close. Maybe the Giants will surprise me. I don't want Saquon to do great. But if he looks better, I'll be happy. Yeah, I'm going the football team as well. I think they're the better team, better defense for sure. I also have Gibson in the league, so I'm all about Gibson going off. Give him 100 yards, maybe two touchdowns. No big thing. How crazy is it, though, that we are starting – we have confidence in a backup quarterback by the name – Heineke or whatever his name is versus Daniel Jones. Yeah, it's it's not good for the Giant fans. That says that says something, man. So enjoy tonight. Enjoy the week, Max. Yep. Enjoy breaking the fast. Thank you. Will, I cannot wait to eat. We will see everyone next week. Good luck. Yes. Good luck, everybody. There it is. Later, Later. everybody. To hanging in the nest with your host, Josh the Hawk Alonzo and Max the Turkey Rubenstein.